This is the Democracy Podcast with Asif Hamid and Gareth Bennett. This is the Democracy Podcast with me, Asif Hamid. That was terrible. Oh, too bad. Just delete it. It just, it just felt like that was for like NASCAR. <laughs> democracy, democracy, democracy. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Do I have to say it three times? I'm pretty sure they heard it the first time. Get, hands get, off. get your hands off me. <laughs> Right, so this is Democracy Podcast. We talk shit about the shit that happened this week. News, pop culture, casually sports-related things, nerd stuff as always. Um, I'm Asami, here with my good friend Gareth Bennett. Hi. All right, it's been fucking a wonderful couple of days. Let's fucking get into it. Anyways, so this weekend was a pretty crazy weekend. Yesterday, Sunday, uh, we had the runoff French election. Yeah! And, and good God. Le Pen got sp- slammed. She got slammed. power slammed. Oh, man. Macron with two-thirds of the vote. Yeah. There was actually, though, a, a record number of people who abstained from voting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you can call that problematic, or you can call them assholes, whatever. But even even the fact that that record number of abstaining from voting still outvoted the U.S., percentage-wise. Yeah. Like, how yeah. fucked up is that? Well, it's mighty fucked up. Then again, you know, the U.S., that's like the home of laziness. Yeah. Like the French are known for many things, but lazy, no. Snootiness, absolutely. Weird Jeez. black cigarettes, yeah. Cheese eating surrender monkeys? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say surrendering. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, they fold like a deck chair. <laughs> <laughs> and little guys with height complexes, of course. But yeah. laziness. Did you know he actually really wasn't that short? Really? Yeah. Like, what are we talking about here? He's like five, 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 six. That's short for a man. Not in that time. And you be eye tie with most girls I know, um, but yeah, no, it, it's it's great to see. I mean, the world now is breathing a sigh of relief because nationalism is obviously a huge issue in Europe in general, France especially. Yeah, I think there's few countries which had to deal with terrorism in the Western world like they have. Yeah, it stemmed from their pretty crazy, really racist policies. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything, <laughs> but I was like, maybe they brought it upon themselves. But, but definitely, you know, I mean, like terrorism isn't something that should never be brought upon anybody. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you're going to be that, um, what's that term, racist? Or at the very least, you know, you need to kind of have that insight to kind of say, well, maybe these things are connected. Maybe. maybe. But it is good that they didn't get like the stupid Holocaust denying super bitch you know like that would have been bad yeah absolutely um and macron i, I like i don't know much about him other he's than a financial fact, guy yeah he's, he's considered left of center yeah. uh which is always good despite the fact that he's a financial guy usually those two things are fairly mutually exclusive tend not to go hand in hand yeah but i feel like he has the right views in mind to build france's economic power versus its national power mm-hmm. nationalist power sorry Oh, one one great quote I heard a few months back when the when the fear was really big that she was going to win. You say uh, the fear? I'm sure that's the title she would have went with. Yeah, but um, it would have been had she won the the Security Council, the permanent members of the UN Security Council would have been represented by Marine Le Pen, Theresa May, Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, and the moderate of the group, whoever the dude is from China. Yeah. Because I, I don't know his name. I don't know Chinese politics that well. Which, that would have been crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's like the four horsemen of the apocalypse and China. And China. Yeah. The only one who can save us is China. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, that's nuts. <laughs> as long as it doesn't involve human rights, maybe they got a chance at saving us. But, 
But uh, yeah, you know, Macron's now in that group. So it's like, okay, we have someone who will temper things, hopefully. I I was speaking to uh, someone that I work with. He's like, he's German. He's like from Germany, German. And uh, I was asking him about that because I don't really get that kind of perspective here. And he does because his family's there. And I asked him about the whole like the Brexit uh, and how it really affected like the EU and where he's from. And he's just like, you know what? One, Le Pen should never have gotten this far in the election. Yeah, that is scary unto itself. He's like, it, it should never have happened, <laughs> and uh, which which is nuts. I mean, crazy enough that like good that she's gonna get slammed, but she's still gotten to the top two, which is fucking nuts. Um, he also said that it's it's definitely the the older generation that wanted the separation from the EU. Oh yeah, absolutely. I had a point. I don't know where it is right now, but anyway. <laughs> um, well, one interesting thing with both of these guys, both Le Pen and Macron making it this far, being the only two candidates in the end, is the fact that they both represent parties which traditionally aren't power parties in France. Hmm. Like this signals a rejection of the traditional way of politics because in France, typically, it's either the socialists winning or the Republicans winning. Yeah. It's always just oscillated between those two. This is the first time that a party's won that hasn't the, been one of those two. Yeah, the seat, which is a big deal. Obviously, Le Pen represents a huge group that is hugely dissatisfied with the way politics are. And, you know, they have a more of a hardline stance and they're more nationalistic, which, you know, obviously we've seen those guys rear their head with Brexit, with the ascension of Trump. Uh, but equally, on the other hand, you have people who kind of look at the, the politics of the day and say, well, that shit's not working. Like the analog to that in America would have been Bernie Sanders. Like he mm-hmm. got to where he was. Unfortunately, he didn't become the candidate, but he almost did. But his his base was that same base of people, I think, who supported Macron, who were just really sick of the politics of the day, not seeing it being progressive, not mm-hmm. seeing it solving any problems. And unfortunately, in this case, you know, the guy won the day. Back to what I was saying with this guy. He was saying, I asked him, like, what, what, why do you think people are voting in this way uh, in uh, in the EU? Why are they going hard right? And he's just like, I think people are just scared and sick of sick of not being heard. They're sick of not being heard. They're a little racist, and they that's an easy 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 group of people because the whole Syrian yeah. uh, refugee thing. It's easy to to point fingers in that direction versus going with going looking for the underlying issues. Yeah, the other has always been the easiest scapegoat for anything. That's oh yeah, been the case in every conflict ever. With Europe in particular, there has always been an influx of people from the Middle East, from Africa, more so than you get here. Like, we've got the fear here for some reason. Well, yeah, like, you know, and people make it sound like, you know, the Canadian social safety net's going to burn to pieces. In the meantime, we only let in 40,000 people from Syria, which I've been to bigger concerts in the past year. Yeah. Like, those guys are burning down no social safety net, especially since a lot of them have a lot of experience, well-educated you know, already are opening up their own businesses and doing things. Yep. You know, like people look at refugees trip typically as pariahs, but they are opportunities. Yeah. Um, and particularly with what's been happening in Syria, like that is a typical middle-class state mm-hmm. where people are well-educated, usually foreign educated, but yeah, it's the othering thing, right? Like yeah. That's, it's, it's the fear of what they don't really understand. Yeah. So like, I don't have, want to look inwards for problems. I'm going to look directly across the street or wherever to uh, to somebody else. Yeah, and the difficult thing is when politicians take advantage of that, which oh, is, yeah. you know, all of those guys. Miss Leach. So it's good that, you know, in the place where the most shit's happening, people are smart enough to kind of see, hey, man, that's not the answer. Viva la France. <laughs> One thing that really pissed me off, um, obviously the, the Russian influence in the whole thing, 
Like yeah, the more day, emails. Yeah, the day before the election, five gigabytes were leaked, and people were just like, "Oh, well, you know." It's like, is is this just gonna what's <laughs> what's gonna happen every time there's an election that we oh, have yeah. to worry about the Russians putting out weird propaganda shit? And poof. In the lead up to this whole thing as well, everyone's focusing on the age difference between Macron and his his wife. Um, and that there had to be something weird going on. It's like, okay, oh, do yeah. people fucking say the same thing about Trump and Melania? Because yeah. Because it's the same age difference. It is the same age difference. The argument that I hear, and I'm again, I'm not with this, is that they started dating when he was like 13. Oh, well, good for him. If I was, a, if I was his 13-year-old friend, I'd be I like, understand. high five, bro. I get it. But I mean, that's nothing against him. What <laughs> did he do wrong? Yeah, but he turned out all right, clearly. Yeah. It's not like it damaged him psychologically. He stuck with one woman and fucking... Did well for himself. He's the leader of a country being involved in politics for a year. Exactly. He's instilled hope in an entire continent. Oh, the double standard is staggering. Yeah. And yeah, it, I'm glad to see it didn't actually figure into things. Yeah. Hopefully it didn't. No. I mean, obviously, shit like that, I think, is just going to rile up the other side, which wouldn't vote for him anyways. Yeah. You know, but like apparently some of these, you know, the, the interpretation of these email leaks, which... <laughs> I got kind of a smile on my face thinking about the alt-right who barely grasp the English language, fuming over trying to translate French. Yeah. <laughs> French, French, French. French. <laughs> With French dressing. <laughs> French fries. <laughs> it's basically French dressing and ranch dressing mixed together <laughs> to make some sort of creamy disgustingness. But yeah, those guys just <laughs> must have been so angry. Only hovering over like Google Translate. Yeah. Because like, you know, the shit that they were saying was that he was just like, what they say? They called him like an angry homosexual who wants to destroy France. Yeah, that's what the email said. That's what his personal email said. Sure. And then today we got some good stuff happen today. The Senate committee. Today they had Sally Yates come up and speak. I haven't heard any of this yet, so you have to tell me. She's the former attorney general of the yeah. U.S. She was fired by Donald Trump because she wouldn't support the Muslim ban. Um, and she said that she wouldn't support him in terms of that idea. So he fired her. And that's how... Um, Jeff Sessions is where he is right now. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, they were basically talking about Flynn and how she knew that he was bad news and advised him to get rid of Flynn. She instead got fired herself. It's funny. I did hear something about that. He tweeted out like, let's not rem let's not forget that uh, President Obama hired Michael Flynn. And why like, no one's reporting that is like, well, he fired him because of yeah. the bad shit. And then he warned you yeah, yeah, that, that he was bad shit and you still hired him. The other thing is I think that early morning tweet was the early damage control because like it would be revealed within two hours that Obama advised him not to hire him. So oh, it's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, before that gets out. Yeah, let's get ahead just, of this. Just, just need to give people a friendly reminder. He was hired by the other guy first. Big news. Yeah. Fake oh, news. and of course, drop in the fake news thing. So. Oh man, so but, great. Yeah, that damage control isn't gonna do shit because obviously there's something going on, and now it's becoming painfully obvious. Do you think he can be removed? I don't know. It, it's funny because one of the questions with Sally Yates was straight up like, "Do you know the severity? Well, maybe severity isn't the word, but do you know the depths of the connection between the Trump campaign at that point, that time?" And their links to Russia. And she said, in order for me to talk about that, I'd have to divulge classified information. So like that, that there says a lot. That's pretty telling. Yeah. I think it all depends on. I'm not saying no. Yeah. But I'm not also saying yes. <laughs> wink, wink, head nod. He may or may not have been involved. Wink, nudge, wink. Cough, yes. I think in terms of anything involving impeachment, it depends on the nature of it. If the idea is that 
That's yeah. pretty much fucking treason, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it depends on whether he was complicit, whether he was aware, whether he was supporting them to undermine the Clinton campaign or not. Like, obviously, I think without any doubt whatsoever, he was aware of it. Oh, yeah. And they planned it together. But, but you know what's funny about him? He can play stupid pretty good. Like, he's been doing it since he's, came on, he, he, since he, he's, he's taken office. Well, there's a difference. Like, I, I do admit many things he plays stupid, but I also think he's a stupid man. No, I know. That's what I mean. It's so easy for him. <laughs> he just kind of talks. Like, there's no thing. way this imbecile knew what was going on. <laughs> but meanwhile, Bozo the Clown probably does. But yeah, I think it all depends on the nature and, and of the involvement of the connection, yeah. which will make itself known in time, hopefully. But then, yeah, who takes control? Well, then it would go to the vice president, right? Unless, like, he's complicit in it, too. That's what I mean. Like, like if it ends must up... have been. Like, they all have to be. Yeah. Like, if you just look at the fact that, like, people like Sessions have connections to the Russians now, the national security advisors do, uh, basically, like, everyone in that camp does, which is just so crazy to me. Because I was under the impression, like, in general, Republicans hate Russians. Yeah. Call them the Ruskies, the Reds, even though they're no longer Reds. Like, that's that's an ongoing thing with people who tend to be of the... Republican this feels ideal. Like, this feels like Hydra. Yeah, it yeah. It totally feels like Hydra. Yeah, they just like fucking got in there and started turning people, and now it's just a cult. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. And the thing that I love, though, because it goes back to the, like, the stupidity of Donald Trump and the administration, they couldn't hide it. No. You're like, I don't think anyone's done at this big a crime and not been able to cover it up, ever. Usually something this big, they cover it up. Or, at the very least, it gets discovered decades later. It was basically discovered like within weeks. I feel like no one wants to cover it up. I think no one's really that happy that he's there. No, no, no. They they tried to cover it up, obviously. They're not doing a very good job. It's just the problem is they, um, once they kind of came into power, they started like talking shit about the media, talking shit about the intelligence apparatus. Like those are the two things you don't want. Oh, then you talk shit about the, about the, the courts. Yeah. Good move. Like they I'll were, see they... you in court. That's where I work, sir. Sure. <laughs> You'll see me at work. Good. At least one of us will be <laughs> I will working. I see you at work. One of us won't be playing golf that day. I love that. I love how they're so incompetent. They can't even fucking do conspiracy shit right. They can't do that right. Like They can't effectively do a Muslim ban. I, I Although... feel like they're doing a parody of being president. Like He's doing, <laughs> just doing a parody of being president. That's all it is. It's like, I'm just going to try this out for a little bit. See how it goes. Man, it's tough. I'm going to go golfing again. His Twitter account's basically like one of those parody accounts. Yeah. I don't think it's real until it says real Donald Trump. Yeah, except they did repeal Obamacare. Yeah, the one thing he was finally successful with. I'll give him that. He finally, you know, began that en masse murder of the American people. He had to call all of his buddies to make sure that they're there to vote. Yeah. Make sure you're there. If you have a broken foot, doesn't matter. Make sure you're there. Like he had to, he had to really, really get everyone involved. But in his mind... He finally signed the deal. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And it's a deal that will last them a year because those guys aren't getting fucking voted in again. Nope. That's why uh, immediately after it was signed, you had the Democrats singing, hey, hey, goodbye, because they're going to have jobs next year. Yeah. The other guys. <laughs> it's funny because I think he called, didn't he call it phase one? This is phase one of the Affordable Care Act or his, his, his care or whatever the fuck he calls it. It's phase one of Hydra takeover. Yeah. But what's phase two? Like just taking everything away, like it's it's nuts. The yeah. most damning part of this this fucking is what is lumped in as a precondition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people can't donate organs anymore. That what? Yes. What do you mean? Well, okay, so like you ju- you're just not allowed. No, you are allowed, but it puts you in a certain status that you have to pay more for your insurance. So if I sign that little card that 
comes with my license in America, I'm paying more money for it. You're paying more money for your insurance. Because you don't want someone else to die? Well, let's just not say, let's say you, you donate something that you can, you can live with what? One of two kidneys? Yes. Okay. So you donate your kidney. That gives, makes you have a precondition. So you can't, so now you have to pay more for insurance because you, you, you decided to, to donate. This doesn't even make sense. Also, if a rape kit's performed on you, that too, it's fucking retarded, man. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-existing condition. That's why I couldn't remember to fucking say it. It's always been the, the loophole of insurance companies in the States and here too. Obviously here we have a lot more coverage, so it's not really been a huge, huge problem for the vast majority of people. But in the States, it's always been a problem. Like my brother worked for uh, an insurance company, which I will not name because I don't want those guys coming after us. He only did it for a couple of months, but just like, yeah, the amount of scapegoating he got to do just you know, kind of forced into by his bosses and saying, okay, yeah, we can't do this despite the fact that you've been paying for it because you've got this. Yeah. And we don't cover that. And it's just like, why would people have health insurance if you're not covering health issues? That's the crazy part, right? But yeah, it really is. Insurance is a fucking scam anyway. Yeah, it always has been. Like, it's fucking retarded. But it, it's it's a mania that like, you know, you kind of have state-sponsored health terror going on there. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not even like, you know... It, it's the only country in the Western world which doesn't offer health care to its citizens. But this plan, it's not even a conduit for people to be able to access health care. It is it's purely a plan that's predatory towards people who can't afford it. Yep. It's absolutely it. They're just like, oh, let's kill off the weak. Genocide, basically. It's 100% what it is. I, uh, I tweeted out a, a thread. I don't know if you saw it. Um, about uh, someone who had both Canadian and American uh, citizenship, uh, had a stage a stage three bipolar, and uh, like thanked the, uh, the the Canadian healthcare system for saving his life. Uh, he was living in the states, paying thousands of dollars a month for medication just to keep him level, to the point where he couldn't afford it anymore. Almost killed himself. Mm. Moved to Canada, paid a fraction of the same stuff for the same for the same pills and whatever. And is still alive today. And he told a story on, on Twitter. It's fantastic. And then meanwhile, here in Ontario, at least, they announced that medication is going to be free for anyone under 25. Yeah. Which is fantastic. It's Absolutely. one of the things that I kind of wish I had access to when I was fucking depressed and hated myself when I was a youth. Yeah. But hey, this is great. Like, that's that's this sort of thing we should be doing. Like, you know, unfortunately, it's they're basically just doing it right now to ensure an election victory that they're not going to have. Yeah. But hey, it's nice to see. Here it is. It was uh, a guy named Ryan Classic. That's a great name. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to glaze over this just really quickly. Mm-hmm. So he moved to San Francisco when he was in his 20s to have regular doctor appointments. Yeah, he paid a pocket thousands of dollars for a psychiatrist. A good one. Uh, the pills were working. Uh, don't change anything. So he was there paying out of pocket. Uh, prescriptions cost 500 US plus a month. Type 2 bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it all basically came down to that he moved back to Canada. Uh, he only pays $130 a month for his medications versus versus 500 plus. Yeah, yeah, because at the very uh, least, medications are still subsidized by the government quite heavily. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd be bankrupt, homeless, and then dead by my own hand in the U.S. Yeah. No, and there's just the full gamut. Like with mental health issues, it's, it's one of those things only now coming out of the shadows. But then you think of stuff like sexually transmitted disease, like any sort of medical condition, people just, they're not getting help. Right. You know? Like it's just, it's none. It's actually becoming an impediment with this new program. So yeah, it's unfortunate to see, you know, but again, next year that will change. Yeah. Two years later, it'll go away. 
Yep. Like when the Democrats come in, I'm pretty sure that's the first thing they're going to do. Maybe, you know, some charges for those guys as well. The Russian guys, maybe, you know. It'd be nice. Yeah. Be they were nice. actually held accountable for the bullshit that they do. But. Yeah, yeah, a little accountability would um, be nice. Instill some faith in people. But it's just nuts that they can just be like, yeah, yeah, it's going to get better. How can you possibly think you're going to get better by making it more expensive for people? Yeah, but again, it comes down to the whole thing that he's not there to service the American people. He's there to service his interests, the interests of the people around him. Yeah. And most importantly, his buddies who yeah. filled the, his coffers in order for him to win that seat. So he's out to fill their coffers too. Mm -hmm. Generally, they're repugnant people who I say, fuck you too. Yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck shit fuck? Yeah, pretty much took the words right out of my mouth. All right, so shall we leave it there? Yeah, sure. Great. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening. Um, as always, you can follow us and subscribe on iTunes. And uh, yeah, till next time, keep fit and have fun. And if you're south of the border, please don't get sick. Please don't get sick. For monetary concerns only, obviously. I mean, your health is secondary to monetary concerns. <laughs> yes, yes. Health be damned. We're just worried about your pocket more than anything else.